morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. So we are in James chapter 1, looking at verse 14 and 15. Let's jump right in and see what God's Word has to say this morning. So James, the half-brother of Jesus Christ, who was an important leader in the church, is writing a letter to encourage encourage people throughout the, the global church. They've dispersed because temptation came in, or not temptation, but um, persecution came into the church in Jerusalem, and it kind of forced a lot of the people to leave and go other places. And that's a good thing because they took the gospel with them. So this letter is written to all of those people. Now, James is talking about dealing with um, trials in our life and, and to find joy in that because we know that God has a purpose and a plan even in the midst of pain and suffering, which can be very hard to see and to grasp. Um, even for Christians, it can be a challenging thing. But uh, James teaches that truth, and uh, a seasoned Christian will understand that. Um, he also talks about temptation and says God's not going to be one to tempt us. Uh, we cannot say that we are tempted by God, but part of our proof that we have put faith and trust in Christ is that we're steadfast through trials, but we're also steadfast standing against things we know displease God, even though we're tempted to do them. And so in verse 14 and 15, James kind of continues that train of thought. Here's what he says. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desires. So we are born into this world with a sin nature. The Bible talks about that, that we have inherited this rebellious nature. It comes natural for us to be that way, to be selfish, um, to be rebellious against authority, uh, to be disobedient, to kind of subconsciously maybe see ourselves as the highest authority and the one who is capable of making um, our own decisions and what's right and what's wrong. And so that that's kind of something we're born with. We're, we're born with uh, some corruption within us. Even from the day that we come into this world, we already are corrupted by sin because as the Bible tells us, when sin came into the world, death came into the world. And so the day we come into this, this world as a little baby, we're already in the process of aging, getting older, and dying. That's just the way it works. And the same goes with our own moral compass. We come into this world uh, with distortions in our moral compass. And what I mean by that is that there are going to be desires, okay, desires that we have that are not okay. And they may start from the time that we come into this, this world. Already our brains are impacted to some extent to naturally uh, lean in a direction of sinful things. And so we're going to battle those our whole life. And just because we have those desires, just because we were born with those desires, does not mean it's okay to embrace those desires. The way we know if they're okay or not is we look into God's Word. If we look into God's Word, which is true authority, which is the proper guide 
for our moral compass and it says that's wrong even though we have a desire for it then if we want to be obedient to God and put him first we must reject that desire okay just because it feels good doesn't mean you should do it and that's important to understand and remember and and what happens is we are tempted and lured in, enticed by our own sinful nature, our own sinful desires that we are born with coming into this world or we might develop in this world. And so we've got to be careful with that. We've got to be careful not to follow our own heart because our heart might have desires for things that dishonor and displease our Creator. So we've got to be careful with that. Now, verse 15 continues this train of thought and says, Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Okay? Death is the final step to sin. What is sin? Sin is when we take God's perfect creation and we distort it and twist it. Okay, and the, this can be in any form. You can think about the, the basic foundation from the very beginning between man and woman and their relationship. The Bible tells us a man shall leave his father and mother and cling to his wife and they become one flesh. Marriage is always meant to be between one man, one woman for one lifetime. We can go even further and as we get into scripture, Old Testament and New Testament, it says that any type of sexual intercourse outside of the marriage relationship dishonors God. It's a sin, okay? And so any of these distortions is a sin because God originally designed that type of interaction and that type of relationship to only come in one form between one man and one woman for one life. Therefore, anything else outside of that, any other twisting or changing of that, dishonors God. It's a sin. And the same can go for, for any, any other sin, any other thing. And it's all built upon the foundation of where our love and where our love and desire lies. God created us. He meant for us to desire Him and a relationship with Him more than a de desire for anything else. Okay, And when we twist that by desiring the creation more and above the desire for the creator, we have committed sin. And pretty much all sin is built upon that basic concept of putting something else before God, making idols in our life, loving something else more than him. And that's a lot of what John is talking about. I mean, James is talking about here. So sin brings death. Death is a result of corrupting God's original design. That's what sin is. And we come into this world with the desire to do that. We inherited that sin nature. And so we've got to constantly battle and fight against that. And the marks of, of someone who has been, been convicted and changed by, by the uh, power of God through the gospel is going to battle and fight those natural desires that they have to reject God and embrace other things. 
And so we've got to constantly work on that. We've got to actively do that. We've got to be, be constantly dwelling on that. And when we have those feelings and those desires, we need to look into God's word. Is God okay with this? No, I've got to fight it. I've got to reject it. I've got to push against it. All right, thank you for joining me this morning. Hope this, this clarified some things about desire, temptation, and what we deal with on a daily basis as believers. And hopefully it encouraged you because God promises the Holy Spirit to come and be there with us to overcome that temptation. As the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. You will get relief. So resist the temptation. Resist those unholy desires. Thank you for joining me. Have a blessed day. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.